the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. Ah, yeah. Okay. This one, this episode is going to be a quickie because I just had something kind of happen to me that made me, it taught me a lesson, a lesson about prospecting. And a lesson learned is a lesson given. Is that a, is that a saying? I don't think it is. I want to record something real quick because, uh, you know, I was worked for an agency and I was prospecting today, looking for some uh, agencies to work with for clients to bring on to use my agency, our OTT connected TV product. So I'm reaching out to some agencies, right? And I reached out to an agency in Vermont. I won't say the agency's name or the gentleman's name. And I wrote him and I said, hello, agency people. I'm looking to connect with someone regarding OTT connected TV and a possible partnership between our agencies. Would someone be willing to chat for 20 minutes? And then the guy wrote back, no. My first thought was, douche. What do you mean, no? That's it? One word? No? And I was like, ah, F you, pal. And then I was like, I'm thinking, like, he could have just said, like, no, thank you, or not interested at this time, or no, don't like your email, leave me alone. I don't know, just no, period. At least he used punctuation. So I wrote back, thanks, question mark. And then he said, sure thing. And then I said, thank you. That's a little friendlier. And then he said, just as friendly as cold, unsolicited, non-personal agency spam email with a smiley face. I said, shit, you know what? That guy has a point. He wrote back his kind of douchey no to me, which I thought, hmm, it's kind of it's dickish, but whatever. Uh, excuse my language, by the way, but this is just how I felt at the time. So I'm trying to relay it. And then as we go on there, I'm trying to like be funny, lighten it up, you know, figuring there's no chance landing this guy as a client, but whatever. I like a good conversation. And then uh, he says, uh, just as friendly as cold, unsolicited, non, he spelled non wrong. So in his trying to get at me, he did make a misspelling, but he said, just as friendly as cold, unsolicited, non-personal agency spam email. And I was like, you know what? That's a good point. So I said, I wrote that by hand. <laughs> I guess I'm going to do a better job. Peace out. And then I was thinking about like, well, what should I write? Should I write something else? Like I was thinking about writing like, Hey man, would this be better? And then wrote him a more personal, personable email. And now I did handwrite my email. It wasn't done. I, I wasn't like a CRM. I do have CRM templates and emails for prospecting, but this was just a quick handwritten like, Hey man, got a question. And he wrote no. And then I got mad and called him a couple names. And then through our exchange, I learned a lesson. And I think what the lesson is, is using a CRM or a bunch of templates or non-personalized emails to people is not a great way to communicate. It's kind of cold, right? Now, I could have gone to this guy's agency website, which I did do to get the contact info, but I could have written a couple things like, hey, man, I noticed you guys, you know, do A, B, and C, and our thing might be a good tie-in, and maybe we could talk about how it could benefit both of us, and da 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 I guess I probably could have done that. Maybe I should have. It would take me a little bit more time than just my, like, two-sentence email. 
but maybe I would have gotten a little bit of a better response than no. So I don't know. I think the guy's right. And I'm relying on that, right? Now, even though I hand wrote that, that's something that very easily could have been part of a CRM template. And a lot of uh, vendors use CRMs. I use HubSpot. All dealers use, I well, shouldn't say all. I've seen a few dealers who do it by paper, but most dealers use CRMs with templated emails that don't get paid attention to. So are we doing ourselves a disservice by like me just rushing through it, sending an email, trying to move on to the next guy or a dealership who's trying to automate a process that really, you know, needs a personal touch. And I kind of want to talk to this guy about it at his agency. I want to say, listen, if I had approached you with a different email, what would your response have been? If I had said, hey, I reaching out to agencies in New England who match what I believe might be a, a good match for our services in my agency. Yeah, I noticed you guys do A, B, and C. I really think our thing would mesh well with your thing, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Would his response have been different or he just would have said, no, we're not interested? Like, I wonder. I'm going to send this to him and see if he might be interested in coming on and talking about it. What kind of, what kind, because I'm going to be honest with you. When I was the marketing director at an auto group, I'm going to swear here. So if your kids are around, turn it down. When I was a marketing director at an auto group and I heard from vendors, I was kind of a dick. Like, not intentionally. And now I'm on the other side, so I know. But like, I had so much to do. I had so many stores and so much work and ridiculous phone calls from general managers at all hours of the day. Hey man, business is slow. The button on the website's got to be red, not green. It's your fault. Business sucks. You know, I had to deal with all that BS. So um, when vendors called, and I would get a million calls on my office phone. I rarely ever answered it. And my graphic designer would make fun of me. Be like, hey, Matt, this is Jim from message deleted. Like I never listened to the messages. I never called anybody back. And if I happen to pick up the phone either by accident or because I felt like, ah, let me see what this guy wants. I would always rush off the phone, rush the guy off the phone or schedule a demo and then blow it off or schedule a demo and half pay attention or schedule a demo and like the product, but then never follow up on it. And this is probably karma. This guy's abrupt, unfriendly no is probably karma for my disrespect to vendors when I was the marketing director at a group. I'm getting what I deserve from this dude. Now, maybe he deserves it from someone else. He's got to find clients, right? He's got a prospect. He's looking for business. You know, maybe this guy, maybe this karma comes around for this guy and he's reaching out and someone gives him a hard time. But I think I can learn a lesson from this. I think had I sent him a better email, I would have gotten a better response. Maybe two words. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we would end up doing business together someday. But I believe in the karma part of it. If I was nicer to vendors when I was the marketing director, maybe I would have better luck, better luck prospecting, right? You can't rely on CRM crutches and template emails, which I didn't do in the situation, but I very easily could have done to make life better. I'm going to try and get this guy on. I'm going to post this podcast, send it to this dude at this agency 
in a New England state that rhymes with Vermont. I didn't say it though. And uh, see if he wants to talk about it. Because I'd be interested in here. I get, I, I've been solicited by vendors and agencies more than a lot of people listening right now. A lot. I was the marketing director for, I don't know how many stores because the group I work for is a little disorganized, but I think six, I think three officially, but I think that after that it was six, but it was really like work for like 18 or 19. So as you can imagine, when you have that much budget at your disposal, when you're responsible for that much advertising, you hear from everybody, radio stations, TV stations, agencies, chat tools, print people, technology partners, third-party lead providers. I don't know, everybody. I had voicemails at multiple stores that were filled up with messages. People would try and track me down. Is he there today? Oh, no, he's over there. I'm going to call him there. Like, I heard from everybody, and I've been pitched it all. And I tried to be considerate. I'm a nice guy. But after a while, I was just frustrated with my job and frustrated with the workload. And so I would take it out on people who were trying to get my business. And that's not fair. They're just trying to make money. Now, I don't cold call in my business. I probably could or should, but it's not my style. That's not my, that's just not my style. And I never liked being approached that way. So I approach people the way I like to be approached, which is with a, uh, uh, some humor or a nice comment or a personalized message. Chain emails got deleted or chain uh, templates got deleted by me. I didn't ever call anybody back who cold called me. And the only time I ever answered the phone was because I'm like, this guy's been calling me forever. Let me just let him know I'm not interested. So he stops calling me. So there's a lesson to be learned there from what I'm saying now and looking back, reminiscing about my old days. And also uh, from the guy who uh, wrote back, no. I mean, my new agency, the agency that I work for now came to me because the general manager that I worked for uh, basically told me, you got to use these guys. And I was like, nah. And he was like, no, you got to. And the owner of the group was like, just humor him and use them. Turns out they really did a good job. I loved Silverback. And so I work there now. So, you know, you get a lot of your business through referrals and people and, and, you know, that kind of thing, relationships. And that's certainly a better way to get business. But, you know, you have to do a certain amount of cold prospecting to get the ball rolling, as they say. Push the boulder up the hill before it rolls down the other side. And that takes time. And so I'm cold email prospecting this dude at this agency in a state that rhymes with Vermont. I send my email, which I think was an okay email. I've gotten business and appointments off this email. And he just writes back, no. And in my head, I was like, F you. But then after our back and forth, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. I got to get this guy on. I want to talk to him and get his opinion. We're both agency guys. We've both been hit on by vendors, right? I'm hitting on him. I've been hit on by vendors, you know? I'm going to reach out to him and see if he wants to do it. I'm going to send him this clip and see what he says. All right, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. This might have been informative. Super short, but maybe informative. I don't know. I learned something. Thanks for listening to Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by... Wait, this guy has sponsors? Oh, never mind. This sheet of paper's blank. No sponsors. That makes more sense. 
For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on.